Good morning, good morning, and happy Monday from the farm. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Soil, where I get to talk story and touch on topics about hydroponics and the farmers who grow the crops and creatures we need to eat. And I am your host, Shani Alfalfa Seed. Thank you for being with us on this beautiful morning. I am personally an early riser, so I enjoy seeing the sun rise earlier and earlier as the spring arrives and get to watch the critters come alive. I've been watching the squirrels try to steal the sprouts, and I'm anxious to see if any of the buckeyes I have will go after squirrels as well. I'm told they're really good mousers. So I am anticipating to see some entertainment sometime here soon. For today's episode, I wanted to talk about a paper I found while reading for the podcast called The Present Status and Challenges of Fodder Production in Controlled Environment. This paper is called a literature review, so it's a type of paper that summarizes and analyzes all the existing studies and articles about a specific topic. So this one involves reviewing and analyzing a large number of articles, papers, books, academic journals, conferences, and other sources to identify what's been already researched and what gaps or inconsistencies exist in fodder production and doing fodder production in a controlled environment. Now, as a farmer, a literature review can provide us with useful information about the latest developments in our fields. Uh, It could give us information about new farming techniques or technologies. It might give us information about some new best practices, or there could be other important information in there. And by reading a literature review, you can gain a better understanding of what's been done and what still needs to be researched, which can help us make more informed decisions about our farm practices. These literature reviews are often done before starting new research to make sure that we're identifying any of those gaps in the knowledge. So that way we're not doing the same research that we've already done. It really helps us develop new ideas and hypotheses. So I like to read reviews. They're also known as meta reviews. But real quick, since I got you, if you could be so kind as to leave a review, let me know what you've enjoyed so far or what you might like to hear coming down the line. And while you're there, Don't forget to let others know why they should stick around as well. Again, this review is titled The Present Status and Challenges of Fodder Production in Controlled Environments. And this paper was published in June of 2022. So just real quick for anyone new, hydroponic fodder production is a way of growing food for livestock without using soil. And this method is gaining a lot more attention lately due to the shortages of agricultural land 
and all of the effects of climate change and the shifts in the areas where we traditionally grow food. This study provides essentially a review on the techniques and control strategies for those indoor environments and how to water. It tells us what's going on, what's being currently used, and what could be adopted in the future to achieve a better economic and environmental sustainability of indoor fodder production. Now, some of the takeaways that I was able to get from this review, and of course, I invite you to do the same thing if you'd like. I will leave the link below the show here. But what I seem to find is that this literature is indicating that modular systems are becoming the most popular in developed countries, while low-tech systems are becoming more common in developing countries. So another way to say that is developed countries are seemingly purchasing modular commercial off-the-shelf systems whereas underdeveloped countries are building their own fodder systems. So that's something that I thought was pretty interesting and it seems to make sense. Another big takeaway that I got from this paper that I wanted to share with other hydroponic farmers out there, this paper seems to have uncovered that the optimum temperature and humidity ranges in a greenhouse are between 16 and 27 degrees Celsius or or 60 degrees to 80 degrees Fahrenheit with a humidity level somewhere around 70 to 80 percent. And these optimums have shown to give the most efficient uh, yield in the entire biomass. Uh, but there are still more research that needs to be done. The research also revealed that there's a lot of water saving techniques and that the optimal lighting spectrums are being refined right now, but they need to be studied more and more so that we can better tweak and understand how to deliver the right solutions for the right farmers. So some of the modular systems are the most efficient at saving water and the most efficient at using light, but understanding how those systems use those components the best are gonna be important for those in underdeveloped countries. This review showed that when you're automating and monitoring the fodder production in controlled environments that you're able to reduce your operating costs and improve your quality and yield. And this also makes sense because whenever we're automating and monitoring any type of system, we're usually able to manage it in the best way. Now this paper does share a lot of really neat graphics and other things. So I will let those of you that want to get nerdy and jump into those if you like. 
But the things that I wanted to share mostly with you are some of these high-level aspects of some of the biggest challenges and present status in the hydroponic fodder production and begin to share more about how we're uncovering research here in the United States and elsewhere around the world. So a quick recap is that this meta review showed that the modular systems are becoming the most popular in developed countries and low-tech do-it-yourself type systems are being adopted in the underdeveloped developing countries. All of the data and papers that were examined shown that the research seems to indicate that the best temperatures are between 16 and 27 degrees centigrade or 60 degrees and 80 degrees Fahrenheit and somewhere around 70 to 80 percent to get the best yields. The study showed that these systems are able to save water and optimize the lighting spectrums, but they need to be studied a lot more. Yet by automating and monitoring your systems, you're able to reduce your operating costs and improve that overall quality and yield. So overall, this industry definitely has great potential for livestock production. However, it's clear there's further research that needs to be conducted to answer some nutritional concerns and being able to understand how to control the capital and operating costs for controlled environment fodder production. So I invite you as a hydroponic fodder farmer to read this study because it provides valuable insights into improving the sustainability and efficiency of your production. And that is all I have for us on this Monday morning. If you want to know how hydroponics can help farmers improve livestock quality, save water, and become better stewards, head on over to thinkingoutsidethesoil.com and get yourself a copy of my book. And if you've enjoyed this or any of the previous episodes, be sure to follow the show and give it some stars. Let me know what you've liked and why others should stick around too so they don't miss out on becoming part of the next agricultural revolution. Join us again tomorrow, and thank you for being with us on another episode of Thinking Outside the Soil. Take care, and have a lovely day. Hey, before you go, check out the links below, and if you'd be so kind as to leave a rating and review and follow the show. For those with feathered friends, don't forget to get yourself some of our Blooming Health Farms Chicken Blend Sprouting Mix. This supplemental mix has been shown to give you some of the best eggs with the yummiest yolks. You'll have happy, healthy hens that abandon the feeder and give you eggs with high levels of vitamin A and omega fatty acids. 
So don't forget to get yourself some Blooming Health Farms Chicken Blend Sprouting Mix. Thank you.